0: ever felt a bit scattered about the brain, like you couldn't focus on things that needed your attention? Have you ever had days, weeks, or months when you kept forgetting things? Losing your keys, your wallet? Have you always had a problem with believing you'll be on time to an appointment, only to show up 15 minutes late and not know how you've gotten behind? How many decisions do you regret? 10%? 30%? 80%? If you're nodding along right now, just know that there is likely a reason. Maybe you've had too much on your plate right now, or perhaps you're dealing with heavy emotions that have taken up most of your brain space. But for about 6% of you, your reason might be ADHD. Most of us think of ADHD as a new thing, especially women. That's because until more recently, It was thought women were somehow immune from ADHD and its effects, which has turned out not to be true. Would it surprise you that the first description of ADHD came to us from Sir Alexander Crichton of Scotland in 1798? To be fair though, the first clinical discussion on the topic occurred in 1902. However, it wasn't until 1937 that the first medication for ADHD Benzedrine, famously referred to in Sir Elton John's hit song, Benny and the Jets, came into use, improving classroom behavior for some children, while giving others one hell of a high. Therein lies the problem. The most effective medications for ADHD have always been controversial, because their effects on neurotypicals, making up most of the world's population, was undesirable and addictive to anyone with normative neurology. Therefore, within a majority voting system such as the United States, these substances quickly became controlled and their use frowned upon by most people. Even today, with massive piles of scientific research dedicated to it, ADHD is viewed by many people as a hoax, an excuse for laziness or poor behavior. By some, it's even viewed as a conspiracy. This episode, as we discuss ADHD, it will be part of a crossover event with our other podcast, Basel The Courage and Creativity of ADHD. Baseltov was our first podcast, dedicated to a condition that all three of us experience. We hope you all enjoy it and learn a little more about your siblings, your friends, or even yourself. This is Sage Skeptic and Storyteller. Welcome to the Triple S podcast. I'm Jen. I'm Ellen.
1: And I'm Annette.
0: And today we've got an episode that is definitely near and dear to all three of our hearts. (laughs) It's ADHD. It's a long time ago, in our (laughs) brains, anyway. A long time ago is only a year ago for everybody else. But about a year ago, we um, started up a podcast called Basel The Courage and Creativity of ADHD. And we did this because all three of us have a different subtype of ADHD. And we really wanted to talk about how it's affected our lives because our generation of women is a little bit unusual in that everyone knew ADHD existed when we first came about. But it wasn't until we were adults that many of us became diagnosed with ADHD or medicated or treated in any way because of the thought that women couldn't have ADHD when we were younger. So there's a whole generation of women who are in their 30s to 40s, well, mid-30s to 40s, who were kind of skipped over in that diagnostic process. So... um then we did the most ADHD thing ever and we jumped ship from Basel <laughs> with zero explanation and <laughs> zero segue into working with conspiracy theories because of, um, well, because of all the rabbit holes that we used to experience because Ellen would bring us these awesome conspiracy theories as we were getting ready for our ADHD <laughs> podcast shows. And we just got hooked on that. And then we were like, you know what? Let's do another podcast. You know, why not? What would it hurt? And then we just was abandoned the, most, the other one. The most
2: ADHD thing ever was abandoning yeah. our ADHD podcast and <laughs> <quite interesting laughs> on a new one. But uh, you know what? We love we love talking about this stuff. And you really you can only talk about ADHD so many times in so many episodes. And right. we covered a lot, you know. On this show, we, we didn't go into broad stuff but yeah i'm i'm interested we we never did a conspiracy episode on
1: no and it was the perfect opportunity because there are (laughs) so many people who believe that adhd isn't a real thing and even some conspiracies about it
0: i know Mm, know. it's
2: I feel like if you don't have ADHD, it, it is harder to understand, unless you're a really empathetic person, but, you know, I know mm-hmm. plenty of people that just don't get it. They're like, I don't understand why it's, why is it so hard for you to just remember to do this or just, you know, like they they just think everyone should be able to function the same way, but it's like all of our brains are different. We are so different, so neurodiverse. Yeah there's no mm-hmm. one size fits all so yeah adhd yeah. is here and it's real but uh yeah so yeah i've been and experiencing in, here in
0: abundance yeah i've been experiencing
1: <laughs> my fair share of adhd this week i mean i built two whole websites and uh started a new business all in about four days <laughs>
2: <laughs> just, like what, what? like That's, why like, hyper focus I mean once you decide you want to do something it's like a superpower you're like I'm just gonna I'm gonna get it done we yeah, I forgot it. yeah and then... <laughs>
1: forget to eat forget to sleep
0: oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely yeah I mean in these last in the last week and a half I, I didn't take my medication because of a weird snafu with um getting refills. And and then I ran out and I couldn't have any ex, like grace period with it because it's, you know, controlled substances, even though it's not really super controlled substances. The way they treat ADHD medication is just kind of odd in that it's hard to get your hands on. It's really tightly controlled, even if it's not stimulant medication. And yeah, it's just it can be kind of a nightmare. So I've been going without my medications and I'm just like all you know energetic and like man I think I'm gonna write a new novel yeah <laughs> like, was yours part of the shortage
2: was yours part of the shortage problem that everyone uh, no
0: it? no I don't think there's a, a shortage on stratera which is okay. the medication I've been taking it's a non-stimulant so it's not like Ritalin or Adderall yeah. it's something that's considered an SNRI or Sarah um no it's a something norepinephrine reuptake inhibitor oh i don't okay. i don't remember yeah. what the S stands
2: mostly for. adderall i think is the big shortage going on and i think it's still going on <clears throat> and so there's a few yeah. conspiracies behind that of course yeah we're and- going to dig into that Oh yeah, people oh, say yeah. that, you know, they got their pills and the pills look weird or the pills aren't doing anything. You know, it's like mm-hmm. hmm, what is going on here exactly? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yes. Is it a misunderstanding is. or is it a conspiracy? Hmm. We'll hmm. find out. Actually no, we won't find out.
2: No. <laughs> we don't
0: know. <laughs> but We're we'll talk we about, it. about it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nobody so, knows for sure.
0: <laughs> Not a soul, uh, unless you work in the manufacturing labs or something. Um, I don't think even they would but, know
1: it, working in a manufacturing lab.
0: Yeah, honestly, that's yeah, kind of sad, you know? You're right, though. The people
2: that work in those labs, they probably just know, like, their little part that they do, and mm-hmm. they're not really told a lot of other stuff, and, uh, yeah, you know, we haven't really yeah. had any whistleblowers come out, but well, they're probably all, all made overseas in labs that are hard to find. Yeah, yeah. Actually no <laughs> not, I take it back. No, the ones I, I think they're in the US actually. The ones that had the shortages. Weren't they shut down for some reason? Um,
0: there was one formulary that did shut down. Yeah. Um like so they were not really making stri- they were not making Adderall anymore. Okay. And not only that, so one of the manufacturers shut down, which created a like part of the shortage. And then the other part of the shortage was that there was an actual shortage of um amphetamine salts so the the main active ingredient in adderall itself there was a shortage of that too
1: isn't that what also goes into meth (laughs)
2: um well it sounds like a meth ingredient
0: it's well it I think it I mean goes. not that I know, that know how, can... how to
1: make meth or anything, guys, but like but... no,
0: I don't know how to. Make... I know. I mean, they you they just took a lot of fed away med. from us because they thought we were going to make meth with it. <laughs> I know, oh, I that. know right? I... And then that
2: Sudafed PE, it was just proven to be absolutely worthless. I think they're taking it off the shelves now. I I thought I read something about that.
0: Oh jeez. yeah, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Sudafed PE, uh, fe- it doesn't I- even I do think anything. It's phenyl phenylephrine or something yeah. like that, whatever however you say that. No, it was
2: proven name. to be
0: it was proven to be bullshit and they're pulling it. Oh, it themselves. is bullshit. Mm-hmm. It does like you'd have to drink the whole bottle to get it to do something. <laughs> okay, and, like, but I don't feel like getting liver I, failure.
1: I just want to point out to everybody, and I say this all the time, and <clears throat> it really bothers me when people go and get medications for things like the cold. Because mm it's a virus.
2: You mean antibiotics?
1: No, like even even anything. things like Sudafed and stuff. It's like, just mm-hmm. drink lots of body. Uh, well, just drink lots of body. Fucking hell. Uh, drink <laughs> lots of water and rest your body, you know? Like mm-hmm. uh, that's what you're supposed to do when you're sick. You don't cover it up and then work for the man until you
2: die. I know. I never really take cold medicine when I get I sick. I don't. I just kinda, You know what I realized the other day? I don't even really take Advil that much anymore. I used to pop that shit like candy. Anytime I had a little ache or pain, take an Advil or Tylenol or something. And just in the last like probably five years, I've been like, why? I don't really want to take that unless I have to. I don't know what it's doing to me. Tylenol especially seems sus. I mean, there's like lots of... Yeah.
1: I'm not a big fan of anything that comes in pill form and that includes vitamins. So I'm... (laughs) I'm like yeah. I'm an eat your I'm I'm an eat your vitamins kind of person. Like you know, get it I from mean, your food.
2: Uh, get it from is, your it environment. Food, our food doesn't have enough vitamins in it anymore, though. In America. Uh, oh god, damn it! I, know, I forgot right? you live in
0: Paris.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> we don't have those farming subsidies. We uh. have rules against GMOs and things like that. We our food is great. <laughs> Man. Everybody who comes yeah. to comes here from America and stays at my house and is like visiting, like all of their food and inflammation like disappears every single time because the food here is clean.
0: Wow, because uh, that's it's amazing. So. How how many substances that were perfectly legal to eat here that have been FDA approved for us are outlawed over oh there? Oh my huh?
1: God, you can't, you can't send a lot of things. Like you can't buy things from America over here. Like even the beef is raised, for, if it's going to be exported, it's raised away from domestic cattle, guys. Like, I think I've said this before. This is a thing. Okay. The food. Yeah. And drinks and the things that you put in your body in the
0: U.S. are crap. Enough said. I've actually, I've heard this from people who've immigrated to this country from other countries like, you know, India, Pakistan, um, Korea, where they come here and they're like, I was really thin before I got here and I ate all the same foods and all the same amounts and I gained like 50 pounds.
1: Yeah. Wow. And they're starting to cut down, like they're starting to cut down on home gardens and stuff in America too. So you can barely buy seeds anymore. Like it's getting scary, what guys.
0: What do you mean you can barely buy seeds? You, you can't buy seeds, but they're not a lot of them are not heirloom anymore. Like mm. so you can't save the seeds from the crops yeah. that you that you grow because they're sterile. Oh, so you yeah, have to you, buy new seeds every year.
1: Every time. Yes.
0: Every single year, unless oh. you get your hands on an heirloom variety. That's dirty. I don't I don't like see, And the, the whole they're controlling the how many, like,
1: chickens and stuff you can have on your property, too. Oh,
0: my God. They are. Anyway, yeah, we got, we got way off track already, <laughs> There's a limit. <laughs> you I have... think you can only have, like, four chickens on your property what? here. Even in this small only town. Only four? And, they're, and you're not allowed yeah. to have roosters. Oh, wow. Right? Like, it's getting scary, y'all. But, so, you know, that
1: that could, I bet you a lot of the food and stuff has to do with, like, some uh, of the mental health illnesses in America,
2: but, and heart disease and cholesterol and... I mean, but how are the rates of ADHD in Japan compared to like the US? Wait, you're or, talking about
1: mental health in Japan? Are you funny? Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so people just aren't getting diagnosed as much over there because they're not even going to get to seek treatment. They're just. No,
1: no. Yeah. And you, I mean, I, I have some English school students who clearly have ADHD. And, you know, luckily I'm trained. To know how to deal with them and so you know I'm able to teach classes in a way that keeps their attention keeps them focused we move around a lot we uh, we change sitting areas a lot we don't use it like a textbook for more than five minutes so like I know how to control those things in my classroom but then when you get sent to regular Japanese school you know you got 40 other kids in your class and your teacher can't focus on you like that so
2: yeah yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah and if correct me if i'm wrong but in japan they traditionally have not believed in mental illness as an actual thing correct
1: oh no they believe it's an actual thing they just think that it's weakness
0: mm. oh okay so they they speak kind for of the whole country like, conceptualize Represent it differently them. than we would
1: <laughs> yes but i'm i'm pretty open okay. with everybody about you know like I have ADHD, but I'm also a very successful person. Um, I ha- I have my English school business. I have another chiropractic business. I also run an entertainment in dis- in a- a business. I'm a singer on stage. I'm a professional mu- touring musician. You know, I- I'm very su- successful in what I do, but... Uh, I still got ADHD, and I forget shit, and my brain goes this direction when it should go this direction, and I've learned how to hire people to cover my ass so that it's not a big deal, but, you know, know, I've learned how to deal with it, but I'm very open with people about it. I'm like, yeah, I have ADHD, and they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's definitely gotten a lot more awareness over the last few years. I would say, especially the last like five years. But yeah. do you think that, are the rates going up, or are we just okay? Better so this people? is
1: conspiracy theory number one. Conspiracy yeah. Yeah. ADHD conspiracy number one is that it's being overdiagnosed, and that uh. This is partially due to the fact that the older generations are not e- raising their the younger generation in the way that they used to, in that they're being entertained by uh, tablets and by f- video games, and so their intention spans are shortening, and that's leading to an overdiagnosis of ADHD. What should be ADHD, but it's actually just a a product of the uh consumer the the video game consumer and mm. lifestyle and the pandemic, yeah.
2: the pandemic didn't do us any favors there i mean everyone's kids were glued to screens because that's what we had mm. to do to survive you know yeah
1: so do you guys do you guys think that this is just a uh social behavioral issue like do you do you see any merit in saying oh yeah because the parents are just handing kids tablets and games their attention span isn't being developed in the correct way and so you know they're they're expressing some of the symptoms of ADHD do you think that's I a mean, thing
2: it certainly could be I could, I could I don't know if there's been studies on that but like they've proven haven't they proven that social media is causing depression in teenagers yeah and- actually. It doesn't seem like it'd be that difficult to prove if, um, you know, watching uh, short-term, you know, short video, video. what am I trying to say, video shorts, or, you know, uh, just being on a screen for that long at such an early age, I wonder how that affects brain development, you know, maybe... Maybe that is causing ADHD-like symptoms in
1: kids. Yeah, yeah like symptoms. I would, right. I would agree with. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, like something that mimics it but isn't the actual thing because ADHD yeah. is a whole brain disorder yeah. and it has well, your brain structural manifestations inside of your brain. Yeah, so yep. you can actually look at an MRI of somebody's brain and be like, "Hey, that's different there than what than yeah. what we consider." Normative. I was, I was going to mention
1: so. that. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is. You know, it is an it, there is you know anatomical differences in the brain of an as somebody who has ADHD, and so right. if you go if you're if you think your kid doesn't have ADHD and they're just addicted to uh, you know short form media, then yeah. get a brain scan. I mean, yeah. well, I can't really say that to you guys in the U, in the US because like that's they don't expensive.
0: Even do that here. It would be three thousand dollars. They don't, they don't even do that yeah. for it. What they'll do is sit you down in front of a computer to do a test. You can go to, uh, but if you a can't diagnos- focus or- to do
1: the test, you're gonna, you know what I mean? Like the actual, because I've studied the ADHD diagnosis, uh, the you know all of the tests that they do, what they're looking for. I mm-hmm. I'm very inarticulate today because I'm very tired. Uh but I've had to study <laughs> all of this, and you know. If you put a child who is just not interested in front of a in front of a screen, I mean there's other things that you have to look for. So you just have to have a really good therapist doing it because we are trained to look for those things. But I feel like some therapists might just be lazy. Some doctors just want to give you a diagnosis and get you out
0: right like the way that my so yeah. the way that my son was diagnosed and the way that I was diagnosed and the way my daughter was diagnosed all completely separate and way different processes mm. it was so nobody not a single one of my therapists would even entertain the idea that i had adhd before my son was diagnosed with it first so he got diagnosed and i i was absolutely certain that he had it because i think only like what maybe two people on my father's side of our family don't have ADHD. So all the rest of us do. And it's quite severe. So, um, I was not surprised. I was expecting it if anything. And so the first test I gave my son at age, what was it? Three or four. Um, I gave him a very small cup of coffee and he sat down for 30 whole minutes and played Minecraft after that. Which he had never done before, and I was like, "Well, there we go." And I like helped him
2: focus. When a stimulant, like
0: yeah, if you give your kid coffee and they sit around and focus on something for thirty minutes at age like three or four, you know you have an ADHD kid right there. Because any other kid would have been climbing the goddamn wall. Yeah, Yeah. and you would have been like, "Why did I do this?" (laughs) So does he still drink coffee? sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he does. Um Yeah, that's my focus. Coffee. Yeah, I I love coffee. My both of my kids love coffee. Um and well, both of my I should say my uh, my born children like coffee. I have three others that I inherited. Um mm-hmm. so um anyway, he got like a full rundown where they, you know, looked at his behavior in a clinical setting with a therapist for like a year they you know informally diagnosed him first because in the united states you have to have a diagnosis on day one so that they can bill your insurance but everybody knows that that's what they say on the first day and what they say on like the 365th day is it might be different (laughs) so um he's been re-diagnosed with adhd and odd and some other things as well (laughs) like Four different times now, so I know that it's not a fluke, and also his uh, medications work for him. So also, we know it's not a fluke. But when I presented this information to my therapist, they were like, "Well, we're still going to have to assess you for a year." So I took one of his med- So I took one of his pills, came into the office, super calm. <laughs> he asked what what the change was, and I told him, and he was like, "Well, looks like we have a diagnosis." So that's how I got mine. I threw Wow, a I'm glad that they um, <laughs> were cool with you
2: and they weren't like what?
0: That's <laughs> no, illegal. Pretty, it's yeah. It's so common for ADHD moms to take their kids' medication so that they can focus oh, for man. a few moments, and I believe and, it. You know, it's because they can't get that diagnosis themselves because of discrimination or because they don't have access to medical uh, mental health care. Let me. Um. Oh, sorry. So then, my daughter, because I already knew that she had serious movement issues. (laughs) And I have this, my son has this, she was behaving a very, like, not the same way, but, you know, a similar way to him with the movement all the time. I took her into a place where they just run the little computer diagnostic test, and then they crap out a whole bunch of paperwork for you to read about specifically how um, how she scored on it and what that means for her and what that means for her ability to learn. And um, so it was an actually really detailed report that neither me nor my son had ever gotten. But if I were to, you know, do this over again in Madison or my my daughter, Madison, was my first child, I would never want to just do the computer test right off the bat because like, like Annette has said, If you can't focus on something because your brain has been trained not to focus, then you're still going to get the diagnosis without having to spend a year in a clinical setting with your kid. And the benefit of that is to make sure that that is the proper diagnosis. Because when you give your child something like Ritalin or Adderall, it is a heavy stimulant it's going to result in outrageous behavior if you give that to a neurotypical child, mm-hmm. and then you're going to regret life. <laughs> so, um, it's so it's not all it's cracked up to be. Also, with this conspiracy that you know kids' brains are just being trained, or that you know b- kids' brains are being trained by tablets and video games to have a short attention span. Um, that still cannot take away from the actual diagnosis of ADHD because like it is possible for people to um, learn the effects of a different mental illness. So that is possible, but the mental illness is still a thing. Right. Like
2: attention span is just one aspect of ADHD. Right. Like there's so many other things. That kid with the attention span issues you know, maybe he's able to sit and focus on a task that he actually wants to do, you know. Um, well, I guess that's actually how ADHD works, so never mind. Yeah, but, well, the you know diagnostic know I mean. the diagnostic criteria
1: way. for ADHD, there's, I, I believe last time I checked, there were 28 uh, different criteria, and you have to meet five of them it, to uh, okay. be able to diagnose with the ICD-9. And the ICD-9 code is 3140.01 and it also is the ICD-9 code for uh long-term use of ADHD medications and uh other like uh hyperkinetic conductive disorder and uh so it's kind of grouped in to the same thing and that's what some some physicians are saying that the the actual criteria for a diagnosis of ADHD is not very strong and well, that's yeah, one of the
0: five out of 28 so yeah yeah and So that's also the i the icd-9 as opposed to the dsm-5 which is used in the united states
2: right but i mean so-
0: there are a lot but The D- dsm-9
1: it's still the five five point criteria
2: okay like to- adhd manifests yeah. in so many different ways but I have a burning question for you guys, though. I'm wondering, okay. do you know or <laughs> do you know of anyone who has ever just kind of mm, thought that their child had ADHD and really pushed for it? And like, even if you think maybe their kid didn't, you know, like do you, do you know anyone who you think is contributing to this overdiagnosis problem where they just read about it on the internet and they're like, oh, that, s- that must be my kid.
1: I've yeah. seen those. I've seen those parents in clinical uh, like when I had to do my uh clinical residency. Yeah, yeah, like really pushy moms that are like my kid has ADHD and it's like I can sit there five ways to the sunset and still be like no your your kid just is, you know, having a problem with, you know, long-term focusing and is unmotivated. Yeah. I'm not seeing yeah. any of the other signs of ADHD, you know. And I, I. there were quite a few people who came in and pushed for it because they thought if they got meds for their kid, then suddenly they mm, in the, 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 the...
2: grades would get better.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's
2: like, no, yeah. it doesn't work that way. That's so <laughs> sad. That is so sad because it's like, it's hard because there's this balance of like, I want to encourage people to like get a diagnosis, you know, if you suspect your kid has a diagnosis. But but also like, I don't know, sometimes people do just take it too far and they don't think about the other things. They just want to blame it on something.
1: Well, and that's for kids, right? On the other on the flip side of that, uh, if you take any of the stimulant uh, ADHD medications as a neurotypical person, it is a major high. And so there are,
2: yeah, there,
1: so there are a lot of neurotypical people who want to get their hands on ADHD medications, go in and try to fake all the mm-hmm. tests. And if you don't have therapists that are like really specifically looking at, you know, whether or not you meet the criteria or not, you know, if you've got, find like a haphazard kind of therapist, you know, that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. and it yeah, is yeah. an intense high well,
2: i mean i personally feel like it's yeah. hard to get a diagnosis especially as a woman you know it's a, oh, even it harder to get meds you know it's even harder than that mm-hmm. to get stimulant meds i mean i tried i saw three different psychiatrists before one of them would even let me try something because it was just you keep getting dismissed, you know. Oh no, mm-hmm. you got good grades in school, so you can't have ADHD. I like, lies, lies, I just, right, right, right. Like it's like I couldn't even have a conversation with them because they just immediately they just wrote me off immediately. It's like they wouldn't even listen to me. You know, I had yeah. to I actually yeah. had to go to a I had to go to a nurse practitioner who worked in psychiatry, and she fought, she was the first person who actually would like listen to me and. Uh, yeah,
1: nurse practitioners are awesome because they have I less know, ego than are. doctors.
2: Exactly, they do I, I know? I love yes. nurse practitioners. I highly recommend them. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: like round of applause <laughs> yeah. for nurse practitioners. We love you.
2: Oh, we love you. You're like, yeah, b- better than they're, they're. seriously like just as knowledgeable as doctors. Yeah, you know, if them it, and social workers. Mm.
0: Social workers are amazing. the The person who took actual interest in my ADHD and sat and listened, that was a social worker, not a psychiatrist and not a psychologist, a social worker, somebody who is trained to work with marginalized populations. Mm -hmm. So if you're out there and you're having trouble seeking any kind of therapy or medication for your ADHD and you want to be taken seriously, I highly recommend a nurse practitioner or a social worker if you've struck out like I did with four different psychologists and a psychiatrist. <laughs> I struck out with yeah. them all. <laughs> it's You—that's the
2: thing. So, you have to. You kind of have to shop around sometimes and find the right therapist for you because a. Lot yeah, I of told them. You, are just
1: I told you that too. Like you know. Yeah. There, there's a lot that are ignorant. I've worked with a lot of them. Uh, there's some that are ignorant. There's some that are, uh, just arrogant. Uh, they yeah, think that they're just... the gods and they know everything and really know yep. nothing. And, um, you know, then and you got to remember that when you're looking for a therapist, it has uh, a lot has to do with your personality. I do not do well with a lot of, uh, therapists. So.
2: i have to have i need to have like a chill therapist that's non-judgmental but that will also like keep me accountable for things you know so yeah yeah, i don't know but i recommend therapy for everyone go find someone that works for you though don't give up i know so many people that are like oh i tried therapy i hated it it's like well you went to one person and they were a bitch so i don't blame you you know try again (laughs) it's great it's like dating you're not gonna click with everyone no, anyway, we got off, track. We got off so, track again.
1: Here is here is the next ADHD yeah. conspiracy, and this one actually is a legit conspiracy. Oh, so, it, previously in our conversation, we talked about how there is a shortage of certain types of ADHD medications. Yeah,
2: this is only in
1: the US, mind you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Other places right. in the world in are not having a shortage. Okay. And these are created, uh, these are controlled by the FDA and the, which the, the F- FDA and the Drug yeah. Administration. D- what is that? D- DEA? Uh, maybe DEA, D-E-A? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember my, 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 uh, my governmental agencies today. I don't yeah. care. I don't live there. Yeah. You don't
2: live there anyway,
1: anymore. so they, <laughs> so they have controlled the creation of this, according to the conspiracy theory, they've controlled the the dosage of this, saying that it's at risk, while at the same time, having the manufacturers who are creating these drugs, putting and making a different type of medication that is ineffective for ADHD, in order to have people looking on the black market to find their ADHD medications, and in the black market, their ADHD medications might be laced with fentanyl, leading wow. to more fentanyl deaths, which is being used as a talking point for a lot of, for the current 2024 election cycle.
0: Wow! So people have dragged politics right into this and crapped it all up. That's what I'm hearing.
2: <laughs> I would not, I would not be surprised at all if the government was getting that fentanyl from somewhere and putting it in our country. I mean, they it's a big did that enemy with weed. They did that with mm-hmm. cocaine, you know, back in the day.
1: Heroin yeah, from weird. China.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, they've got a history, and yeah, this is what why the fuck? people. these conspiracy theories because when your government is so shady and underhanded (laughs) that that they're bringing drugs into a country that they've outlawed just so they can disseminate them so that they can keep the prisons full so they can keep money in the coffers like come on but maybe, I mean, maybe... all this has been really well documented, so it is not a conspiracy. And But this is what drives conspiracy theories, people. It's the distrust. And I hope somebody mm-hmm. who works in government somewhere is listening to me, even though I'm a teeny tiny little speck inside of the universe. <laughs> um, I hope somebody is listening. I hope everybody is listening because... We can't lie to people, cheat people, steal from people, and bully people into somehow miraculously, you know, believing in the greatness of our country. We can't do that to people. So it doesn't work. It's like, you know, the whole, the beatings will continue until morale improves kind of thing. So... Anyway, (laughs) negative reinforcement
2: Um, is not, it doesn't work. Not on me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But just because there's a shortage of Adderall here in this country does not mean that there is a conspiracy with drug companies, that they're just out there to, you know, make a buck or two off of increasing diagnoses. I rather think that the increase in diagnoses is really coming from marginalized populations where either mental health care was not available to them before or where they were not being taken seriously. So women and anyone who was, you know, unfortunately jobless for periods of time or had jobs where there were no benefits, so they didn't have mental or mental health care. Low earning households that can't spare the time or the cash to go into a therapist's office. You know, I think that that's where, as more and more states are more aggressively dealing with their Medicaid systems and offering health care to more people. They're taking advantage of that, and that's why there are more diagnoses.
1: Okay, Jen is making too much too much sense, so I got to drag this back down to the gutter. Okay, here. (laughs) Yes. Um,
0: (laughs) Sorry. At at the our the
1: uh, subreddit conspiracy subreddit, I loved this. I here we go. Okay, I love this. This is by Water Melancholy. Okay, it's a quite a read, but follow me. Here's. Here's my conspiracy theory. I'll try to do it very quick. The CIA, we know, trafficked cocaine in the 80s and the 90s into the U.S., intentionally caused, causing the crack ep- ep- epidemic and used the money to fund black book projects. I think they didn't stop. The extremely unethical and predictable OxyContin boom, followed by tons of heroin coming into the U.S. to create the opioid e- epidemic. This timeline lines up exactly with when U.S. troops invaded Afghanistan, which supplies 80% plus of the poppy's opium for the world. Now that we've pulled out of Afghanistan, all of a sudden, heroin doesn't exist here anymore. Now the opioid epidemic is over and has a terrible reputation. So the government slash DEA cracks down hard on pain pills. So no new opiate addicts can form. All that's available for the addicts of yesterday is extremely dangerous fentanyl cut and inexplicably with this trank shit. Okay. That just. Tranquilizer. Yeah. Trank shit that just rots people's bodies and kills them. No new junkies. Wipe out the old ones. On to the next thing. If you want to go full tinfoil hat on, all, on this, all connects to George H.W. Bush, who was head of the CIA during the JFK assassination by the CIA. He oversaw the cocaine antics of the 80s, and then his son had a very convenient disaster take place if continuing to supply the drug supplies was the goal. That's, there's a lot more, but that's already a lot
0: so that is a lot my very first really burning question is how this person thinks that heroin doesn't exist in this country anymore have you ever been to a city have you ever looked in an alleyway and seen all the needles scattered everywhere heroin is still here i think he means
1: that you don't hear about it in the news anymore it's not being used as a scare tactic anymore.
0: Well, it's not being used as a scare tactic. And if that's how what that means, then yes, that's yeah. correct. It's not being used as the boogeyman anymore. But um, it still absolutely exists. And there are other choices for street narcotics. But isn't it interesting?
1: Isn't it interesting yeah. that fentanyl is being supplied by China mm-hmm. through Mexico? Yeah, I know. And these, China is our next big enemy. Like, it is, you know... I mean I'm I'm oh, I'm saying yeah. and it's coming through the southern border which the Republicans want to you know close but that's not going to actually stop uh drug trafficking in my opinion uh I think it's a little yeah. harder than you know just building a wall so
0: Oh it is you know. yeah there's way more to that And I
1: think that the government is God. bringing in most of the drugs so
0: personally Yep. You know, it worked for them a couple more a couple other times. Why wouldn't it work? Again, you know, right?
1: Look at prohibition when they, you know, when they took away all the alcohol. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, who was selling
2: the alcohol?
0: The government. The government. Mm-hmm. One of my grandfathers was actually a moonshiner from Canada. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's rad. Yep.
2: But yeah, That's we can't amazing. trust them. We can't trust them. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't, I also don't trust the pharmaceutical industry. It's really sad. You know, mm-hmm. we I think a lot of people have lost trust in the structures of our society. So yeah, yeah, but there are so
1: many, I went looking and there are so many TikToks about saying that people saying that their ADHD medication isn't working anymore.
0: Yes, I've been seeing that on Reddit as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that is strange. And I wonder if it's because they're actually diluting the amount of amphetamine salts in the entire pill. Um, So it says it's still the same dose, but it's actually a lower dose, like, you know, standard shrinkflation tactics, but just applied to medicine. And um, like, I kind of wonder if maybe that's going on at all, because that, to me, would explain why somebody's standard dose of medication might not be doing what it had done previously. But also, there is something that um, doesn't really get talked about too much, hmm. you know, not out loud anyway, not not outside of doctor's offices, um, where... Sometimes if you take a medication for long enough, your body gets used to it and it becomes less effective. Yeah. yeah, And that's not something that, you know, always has to do with the manufacturer, you know, introducing a defect of some kind. Um, so great example. I know I already med- mentioned going off my meds. I'm starting to figure out that I think my medications were starting to behave differently in my body, too leading me to question whether they are going to still be appropriate for me going forward. And that's not because it's Adder- it's Adderall. It's not Adderall. I'm not taking Adderall. And yet my medication is less effective. I believe that's because I've been taking it for so long that my body's getting mm-hmm. used to it. And I'm starting to have what they call a paradoxical reaction to medications. Which means that the medication does the exact opposite of what it's supposed to do,
1: yeah, but I yeah. wonder what the expression rate of that is, like uh it's not everybody, yeah. <laughs> like you can take a medication your whole no. life and it's effective, so it's not everybody mm. so I wonder what the expression yes. rate for that is, and if that mm. matches up with how many people are actually saying that their a d h d meds are not working anymore?
2: well, doesn't your body change yeah. like every seven years, your yeah hormones are well, yeah, late, yeah, so. <laughs> Could
1: be that too. Excuse me. Yeah, that, that, that's that's a yeah. good point because you're you're you know. Yeah. Why why do you think yeah, you feel possible. shitty every fucking new decade you of life you get like punches right, you in the always, face?
2: We're always playing this game <laughs> with our bodies. It's like, wh- why do I feel shitty right now? And yeah, then like, it, what it the fuck are you doing? The, yeah. Right. It takes mm-hmm. a while to realize, oh, maybe this medicine isn't doing anything for me. You know, um, it
0: does, mm-hmm. especially if it's psychotropic medication, right. because, you know, <laughs> let me tell ya, I'm, you, know, I'm when wondering, when you take psychotropic medication and it doesn't work anymore for you, you will not figure that shit out until you have stopped taking it. And then you're like, yeah. oh, my God, it explains everything.
2: Right. Because I'm because I'm working on your mind. I'm wondering how many people started to see other people talking about, my meds aren't working anymore, and then just psychologically they're like, yeah. Oh, mine too. Yeah, I think mine too, even if maybe they are working, but it's just like, you know, I mean, the placebo effect Power is suggestion. real. right? The Right, par- that's what I'm getting at, exactly. Like, I wonder how much of it is that, is people saying but i mean no med is perfect i've tried so many fucking meds and it's like there is not a perfect medicine out there like i don't know if some people just have this expectation like it's gonna fix their adhd but you know yeah
0: i think as consumers of medications prescription medications or any medication to be uh frank You kind of have to do your own research with your own body sometimes and do little scientific experiments. So like if you think that your ADHD medication is no longer working for you, you can, you know, take your medication as prescribed for like, let's say a month's period of time and mark down every single time you have a side effect. Every time you have a good day, you just keep a journal of how your days were and what frustrated you. And then you take, you know, a week, two weeks, a month, and go off your medications if that's safe for you, because that is not safe for everybody. Well, yeah, I was going to say, like, I think it depends on instance, the medication. For people with schizophrenia and bipolar disorder, you need to be very, very careful Ooh. about going off your meds. I highly yeah. don't suggest it. <laughs> always
2: always <laughs> but... t- talk to your doctor first before doing that, of course, but...
0: Yes, but, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But, you know, write that down in the journal too and see, you know, every single day for that month, did you, you what did you experience and how does that compare to the month before when you took your medication? Um, so then you can come up with a more reasonable idea of whether that medication is really working for you or not. Or if maybe you just thought that it wasn't working because you noticed in your notes that, you were you know dealing with some kind of a grief or loss and maybe it messed with you like that's totally possible too not everything is about the meds
1: exactly but there is still a shortage in the u.s and why is that Hmm. see i want to believe i want to believe in this (laughs) conspiracy conspiracy this like i don't usually want to believe in the conspiracies on this but i want to believe in this conspiracy because i hate the government (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we're being transparent well, about this. <laughs> okay, but
2: let's think about this, guys. I mean, really, it goes it goes all the way to the top. This is beyond the government. This is the archons, you know, pulling the strings. Yeah. The people. They, they want the us people. to be negative. They want us to be confused, desperate. You know, miserable. Of course, they're gonna fuck with our meds, and have, we're gonna have a shortage. You know, it, it's probably just the of people doing this. So,
0: you know, goddamn archons. I thought they already had the soul trap. That's well, how they get. That's
1: feeding the soul trap, Jen. <clears throat> All right, fine. You know, because you take away people's meds, they start like fucking up their lives, and they get really depressed about it because they're like, "Why the hell I can't get <laughs> my meds is- and everything?" So their negative energy is going out into the world, and Why it's huge? feeding. You know. My new year's resolution this year was to like be a be, like have more positive thinking, and I've already failed. Okay,
0: oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm too. I positive. don't even make new year's resolutions anymore because I forget them within a week. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but but no,
2: the the Archon I think it's all the archon's fault, you know, for the absolutely everything. Mm.
0: Yeah, that it explains I, everything.
2: I can't remember. <laughs> I don't want to get on too much of a tangent, but I can't remember what text it was in. It was either the Gnostic Bible or some other text where it was talking about them. They're wanting a negative harvest. You know, they're trying to get as oh many, yeah, I heard about as that too. Yeah, as possible. I don't even remember where we read that from, but but it's like you know, it just it fe- it almost feels like that's what's happening in our world. People are getting more and more miserable overall it's spreading
0: i feel like
1: the archons well, are leadership. just
0: ship
2: no oh sorry <laughs>
1: sorry but i feel like the archons are just like this made-up idea of narcissism and like because yeah, we cool. know our uh, narcissism we see narcissism and to take pleasure in somebody else's pain is highly narcissistic so like the archons are probably just like some narrative for like the elites of the world who are pretty steadily narcissists
0: yeah yeah adhd thought quick adhd (laughs) thought yeah i'm gonna start i'm gonna start taking the n away from narcissists and then call them (laughs) narcissists so then it's all narcissistic behavior because you're you're an arse (gasps) because y'all freaking arse stop (laughs) being an arse i love it
1: Arsocistic, <laughs> I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah.
0: yeah, I like it. But That's yeah, good. either Quick way, there. The, but exactly,
2: who whoever's in charge, they are definitely not an empathetic person that or people that want to help other people. It's like it just seems like year after year, it gets more expensive to live to just exist, harder to survive.
1: Okay, here. Yep. This is like the greatest question I have for you because like, okay, skeptic here, but you know, if you look at your current representatives, do you feel that any of them are actually working for you? I mean, there are a few no, that maybe-
2: they for money and power. No, the
1: higher up you get, those people are not interested in what is best for all of us. They they don't care. All they want is power and money. And they're making these decisions based off of the bankrolling of these major corporations. And if you look at the major corporations in the world, they're all owned by, like, three different mega corporations.
0: So. It's sick. Oh, my God. Or maybe it's 10. I don't know. But it's not very many. Bernie was silenced. In my opinion, this is why Bernie Sanders was silenced. And, like, Mm -hmm. just. Spoke, railroaded off for of the, the, the people because anyone who does i mean that's yeah why I... he was like i feel like he was truly going like trying to represent the people and yes. you know everybody involved in government and corporations and you know the horrible enmeshment that's that exists there um they were all like no way this guy is gonna ruin our billionaire fund for everyone like <laughs> it's... almost trillionaire
1: as ellen pointed out earlier
2: in our yes. discussion oh, yeah. i think that was before we were recording mm. yeah we're yeah. supposed to have a, tri- a trillionaire in the next decade but poverty is not going to be eradicated for another 230 years so yeah well hopefully if that...
0: we'll like go all yeah, french revolution not... on that person's ass and like God. take him out to the street and hang them like seriously if you're a trillionaire you need to die you need to die just die <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> This is kind of,
1: now that we're talking about, now now that we jump from ADHD to politics, this is one of the things that I don't, I don't really understand about um, the current United States political system. Um, People are against Biden. I can understand that. He is, he's establishment politician. But why is your savior Trump? I don't understand this. Isn't he an elite?
2: Mm, yes i mean i he is an elite he's not my savior so i can't speak for those people but but, you know what i mean like
1: like, but you're you said i hope we go all french revolution on their ass right but isn't that what they tried to do on january 6th you you know like
0: isn't that what they tried to do so but like i don't think it is what they tried to do because they're being led by Somebody who's extremely wealthy to do his particular bidding of getting- their head,
1: not his, in their head, they don't understand that they were doing somebody else's bidding, okay? In their head, they are the next French revolution and they are just trying to bring justice to the average man. They believe these. They actually believe this, okay? But like, if you go logically down that line, then why are you following an elite?
2: I know. Yeah. I know.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Right. That <sighs> is we, a very good question.
2: We need to talk about that Baron Trump book sometime. Too. Oh, we're doing that next week.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. I have been reading up on those. Tune in next week. It's going to be a good talk, and we're going to talk about U.S. politics. It's going to be interesting.
0: This is where politics and conspiracies intersect right here. And I love it. I
1: love (laughs) it because I'm such a political junkie.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I try, like, I'm one of those, like, I don't know, maybe fair weather political junkies because I'll go and I'll be like, yes, give me my fix. I'm going to be angry, so angry for months. And then I'm going to be like... I need a detox. Yeah, I'm not gonna look at politics. Oh, it's watch, like a year. year. It's like
2: the NFL <laughs>
1: for me, man. Pick your team. And, yeah, yeah, bring yeah. it. Sports. <laughs> we're
2: gonna argue. Well, we're gonna this, this talk year to. is the Super Bowl in yeah. November. So, Ooh. oh my god, it's gonna get yeah. interesting. We'll see oh, I later. know.
1: I'm like following all the trends. I am totally, totally excited about this. I love watching people who are politically like really far on these like spectrums because. I, it just fascinates me because I'm so like, I'm such a middle independent. And so I'm looking at both sides, just kind of going, what you doing? You know, <laughs>
2: like, uh, um, I
0: don't even know how to categorize myself even to be honest. Like mm-hmm. I know that I'm progressive-y and I know that I agree with liberal people on some things, but I also disagree with them on some things and I agree with conservatives on s- some things that would surprise people. So it's, I just, I don't feel like I have a home. I feel. No, I, I feel alone. like there's a lot of people that are here. moderate like that.
2: And you know, me too. I, I agree. I don't really, I don't identify with either side. I mean, to be honest, I don't even think it, Republicans and Democrats, we should be working together. You know, yeah. they should be working together. And, Really, it's a class war happening right now. This is really yes. The rich people are trying yes. to get us to fight each other uh meanwhile we're we're not you know once we blood. all figure
1: it out, they're in trouble.
0: yeah
2: I you think people are I, waking up i
0: had I had a very just absolutely at like wonderful conversation with a politics instructor um in college like it was after class and i was hanging around and he was talking to me one on one about the merits of introducing a three party system oh, so that like no labels um uh, like what do you mean
1: no labels huh? haven't you heard of no, no labels? labels
0: no not yet why
1: oh no labels they're uh they're considering actually Throwing in, it's a uh, one Democrat and one Republican, one running as president and the vice president, so it's a mixed ticket.
0: Oh, oh maybe I cool. have heard of this. So yeah. similar to that, it's like but with three parties, so you form a third party. You you know that third party gets you know equal space and consideration on tickets. So the idea is that if you if the if they were required to do. One third Republicans, one third Democrats, one third, you know, independent third, this other party, mm-hmm. yeah. then in Congress and the House, nobody would ever have a majority vote. Oh, so yeah. you know, you I like that. Together.
2: I like things in threes too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, I like three <laughs> trios. They're number. great. Let me, here we yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <They're> excellent. <laughs> There's three different subtypes of ADHD. We each inhabit one of them trios. Yay. Yeah,
1: and you know what, then maybe they'll get the ADHD medication all shit sorted out and get your food system all cleaned out and, you know, bring back health Mm -hmm. for the younger, uh, for for the masses. And, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe fix inflation, also increasing, you know, our wages so that you don't have to work till you're dead. Dude, Nikki Haley this yeah. week, or like a couple weeks ago, she was like, we're going to increase the, the uh, retirement age to 70. And I was like,
0: bitch, I don't want to work no. until I'm 70. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. That is such a bad idea for so many reasons. I can't even count them all. I That's don't what they were protesting about in
2: France, wasn't it? No, no. Uh, that was one did. of the things they've been protesting a lot of yeah, different yeah.
0: things lately.
2: <laughs> That's true. They did, yeah, yeah. You know what? Like Go last France. year, <laughs> last year, whatever that was, like six months ago. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it was because they tried. They tried to raise the retirement age. Yeah, don't fuck
0: around with people's retirement. No, Mm-mm, no way. Or social I'm sorry, security. Once you hit yeah a certain age, you're just not going to be as productive anyway. Like, you're tired, you have ailments, your body hurts, you're tired because you had kids, and also you're tired. And then you're tired. Mm -hmm. And then you're tired more. So just let them rest, people. They've earned it. They've worked forever. I mean, they've been mothers, they've been grandparents, like, and I'm counting mothers specifically because we get railroaded into situations with zero retirement because Mm. we are not thought of. as Mm -hmm. a real... Like mothers are not considered like that's not a real yeah, job, no, but this no, is, we just spend our entire lives doing it, right? This is a capitalistic so, anyway. this is a capitalist
2: system. Mothers do not contribute anything to the economy, obviously. And so
0: we are working except for on it. raising just, like,
1: making the, making the next the majority.
0: <laughs> <of> <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah.
1: Except of the, making the majority
0: you know. of the buying decisions. <laughs>
1: like Oh, so then no you know, women, let's just not have any more babies and see how the economy does after that.
2: That's kind of what's yep, happening. That's right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's even my happens. daughter,
1: my daughter is like she. Uh, my daughter Emily, she's twenty one, and she's like, I'm not having kids. And I was like, well, That's fine, but why? And she, she was like, I watched you with the twins. I was old enough to actually watch you raise them, and I, I like my life. I want freedom. It's
2: expensive. It's yeah. Expensive to have kids, and and yeah, I think I, I don't know anyone that's a Gen Zer that is planning on having kids uh, personally but
1: no they're all saying like no Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: except my daughter corinne
1: my daughter corinne is like i'm having all
2: the babies (laughs) Ah. well she's still young she has time to she has a learn yeah she's scary
1: that that one's gonna be That, that one's scary (laughs) <laughs> well, our, AD, our ADHD
2: <laughs> conversation did go all over the place. It like See, it because does. we have
0: ADHD, yeah. we're unmasking here. If, people, yeah, did we, we ever get to point number three on this? Because you, <laughs> yeah, have... we kind of covered,
1: we covered one and two at the same time, so it was okay.
0: Okay, good. All right, all right, perfect. All right, I'm just checking all because right. we did actually have some form of organization going here, and it went in theory. <laughs> Yeah, in theory. No, but
1: you guys, we stuck to it for the most part. Like 70% of this was about ADHD and, you know, conspiracies. The other 30 was just fucking around. So, but that's what y'all are here for, right?
0: Yeah, probably. (laughs) They're probably here to just listen to us make speech blunders and like misquote people and (laughs) all kinds of chaos. Yeah. Thank you for listening, everybody.
1: And tune in next week for Baron Trump's incredible
0: adventure.
2: (laughs) Unless we change our mind and do something else. Because we might do that.
0: Because we could. Because we made HD. That's how much control we have in this scenario. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, everyone. But
0: seriously, we do appreciate every single one of you out there listening. We love doing these chats. It's fun for us, and we love it when we hear from people who are like, we just like what you're doing. Thank you. And, you know, that just cheers us right up, guys. It it makes us have a great day. So, anyway, I hope you're having a great day wherever you are or night, and we'll see you next time on the Triple S Podcast. Peace! Bye! Bye!